Good morning, our boys. I ah, Lilin Ishmas, Imi Merosi, Rusmas Mordechai, dear Rebelli. Please keep this anonymous. By us in MDY, there are certain trivia questions that everyone knows the answer to, while at the same time, people out of MDY have no clue what the questions are to begin with. Here are a few of the MDY trivia. You ready, guys? In which Masech is the story of the Golden Dove, and which person in the Shir is most involved in it? Shabbos, Avi Kamiansky, Brochus Fischl, Gross, Sukkah, Rabbi Schoenberg, Tainus Gary. Brochus. Who does the email part of the Shir? Rish Chodesh Adar. Nachem Seltzer, Rebelli, Dr. Factor, Jonathan Stefanski. Okay, this one everybody knows. Where's the Mokim Kavua for Bar Parkers and MDY and RBS? The back right corner, the back left corner, the front right corner, right next to Rebelli. Shkoyach. Where was Rebelli born? Chicago, Bnebrak, Lakewood, RBS. Anybody? You guys know? Lakewood. Who's the editor of the Shear? Gary Ben Moshe, Tomer Levy, Yossi Klein, Yosef Biliak. Which is Rebelli's favorite sponsor? The Kyle sponsor, the one with the least words, the monthly sponsor, turning of the DAF sponsor. What's my least favorite sponsor? Okay, I'm not going to go there. When the Rebelli's full share in RBS begin, Brochus Daf Beis, Nida Daf Beis, Avedizar Daf Chavches, Kiddushin Daf Lamed. Oh, what's the best present you get, Rebelli? New MDY license plate, a custom-made MDY suit, a new guy to, do, to join the shear, nothing. He hates presents. <laughs> who, started, who started the free Gemara initiative? This you don't know. Peretz Chaim Levin, Yossi Klein, Rafal the Barber, or Nassan Gans? It's a, a machlekes. It depends who you ask. If you ask Nassan Gans, it's Nassan Gans. But it's, it's Yossi Klein, no? 100, there's no such thing as 100%, you know that. What does it mean? What does it mean he goes bye-bye? He leaves his house, he goes on a trip, he leaves this world, he goes shopping. <laughs> Which one is considered like La Rush? Terabelli. If you send pictures of going to safari, you send pictures of playing basketball, you send pictures of skydiving, you send pics of... Let me all of the above. Had a crazy MDY story tonight, says Paris Chaim Levin. Was being Menachem Oval a neighbor? I asked him if his house is for sale. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> his brother, who was also sitting Shiva, asked me if I was Chaim Paris Levin. I immediately took out one of my MDY business cards. He told me he's a regular at the Shear. He then mentioned to me he just opened up a bakery on 30th Avenue. <laughs> so I asked him if he'd be willing to put up a sign. He said it would be his greatest pleasure. I started the order for the sign and ordered some Gemaras for the store. I thought it was amazing. Just yesterday, I went to be Menachem Avel, Jason. So I did the same exact thing. I said, Jason, when are you going to join this year? Lili mother. He's 94 years old. He's like, if Dr. Dinner joins, I'll, I'll join. So I look at Dr. Dinner. I said, now, what's your, what's your excuse? You're going to cost two people? He said, okay, fine, I'll come. So let's see. You got to hold them to it. They're both your neighbors. No, he said this. I told him we have children here. You can do it. You mentioned the Pshafer of Moshe Feinstein and asking a Choyla in the Shuk and toward the end of Daf, it mentions that a Godel should be involved in the midst of Bikah Choylom. 
There's a story with Ramosha that he went every day to the nurse's station in a specific hospital to, a, to ask about a patient there and then left. A number of days, the nurses asked the rabbi, you come here every day to check up on the patient, but the patient's unconscious and he doesn't even know that you're here. In fact, you never even go into the room. So why do you visit? He answered them, because you know I'm here. This patient has no family and no one to check up on him. It is a known fact that the hospital staff will care more about a patient if they know that someone is concerned about them. So I come every day and check in with the nurses so that you will be able, you all know that someone is asking about him and this way I'll get better care. It's part of the godless or emotion to think about how the best way to do a mitzvah you accomplish for the beautiful story. And over here, Moshe Lachman from Cedar says that perhaps the pshat, I like this, perhaps the pshat that Agash Borchu is mashrishchina on top of the head of the chayla, his own pshat, is because the chayla has no gaiva. He's stripped from everything. He can't, he's mamish, beer bones. And it says that, So, chayla is the opposite of a bagaiva. And uh, beautiful, nice. The chayla is sponsored. That we may, may we always be able to support Torah and may the Torah protect us from any harm. The Mesechta is sponsored. The and in honor of the MDY Boka Chevra. Wow, the Boka Chevra. Bezer Shem will be there soon. 50 days. 50 days. For Shlomo Yisrael Mayor Ben Kayla, Dr. Mark Berkson, in honor of my daughter Shoshana. Happy belated birthday. Oh. I have here, I sponsored Monday's daf in honor of my daughter Shoshana. I didn't think we'd be in the ER. With Hashem's help, she should be fine. Rufus Shlema, Shoshana Miriam, Barda, Pnina, Rufus Shlema. The sponsor of the Art for the Month is by an anonymous from Lakewood, Zuchos, for his niece's Shiduchim. Today we have two beautiful pictures that Yoshi put together for us. And Rabbi saying, I want to remind the Olam that we're starting a brand new volume of Masechus Nadarim. It's your chance to go get somebody to join the Shir. You get a free Gemara. He gets a free Gemara. Today, what? We are starting on Amad Aleph, Mem Aleph Amad Aleph. It's 40, 40 daf into the Masechta by Omar Rebbe Here's the few things that we're going to learn today on the screen. Huh? Dr. Berkson is on. Shalom Aleichem, Dr. Berkson. I don't see you, but I know you're there. Here. And his daughter. So we're learning the sugi of Bikr Chaylam. What sick person, what disease do you not visit? That's what we're going to be learning today. No? Why? Why? Why not leprosy? Don't see that guy. Oh, contagious. That's, yeah. Everybody in this year had a ness happen to them that was greater than the ness of Mishal, I mean, Hanani Mishal Vazaria. Greater than being saved from the fire. And if somebody's Muda Hanar from the other person, can they both share one plate? Can they eat Chant out of the same plate if you're Muda Hanar? And then we're going to see later on, this is not so much for now. But just remind me later, there are two people on this daf that died in the same day. It's a cool, it's a cool shayla. Says the Gemara, 
Two, four, six, eight lines down from the top of Mem Aleph, Mem Aleph, Omer Alexandria, Omer Chia, Bar Abba. Ein Achoy Lo Oimim Mechol Yoy, At Shemoychem Loy Al Kol Avinoisov. The Gemara says a very interesting thing here. The Gemara says it seems like the Gemara is saying that the reason why people get sick is so that they do tshuva, and a person is not healed from his averus unless he does complete tshuva. We learned in Mesechtes Megillah that we say. Slach lono vinu kichotano every morning, and then only afterwards rufaenu. The Gemara goes into why I say gal Yisrael, uh, the gula middle. Okay, but slicha and then rufua. Says the Gemara, shenemar hasuileach lechol avinichi avinichi. You forgive all the avoynas haroyfe lechol tachlu yoyichi. Okay, first he forgives our avoynas, then. Only afterwards, he forgives the refuah, he brings a person down, humbles him to Dam Hashem. Says the Gemara, Rav Hamanuna Amar, Alumov. He goes back to his youth. In other words, when a person is healed, he's even stronger and better than before, or he has less Averis than before. He's like a, a young kid, says Rashi over here, that doesn't have any Averis. Shinemar, Rutfash. So rutfash is a combination of two words, says the Ran. Ratuv, moist, and pash means a lot. So he's young, he has a, has a lot of moisture in his body. Rutvash besore minoyar, yoshuv limei aluma will come back, will go back to the days when he was young. It could be also, you could say, that if a person has, let's say, a yurida in ruchnius, he falls in ruchnius, and then he comes back, Maybe he'll come back even stronger than before. But okay, I'm saying the idea of getting stronger, coming out of the matzah even bigger and better than before. Oh, sorry. His entire bed, he has a made bed. You flip it over, you flip it upside down. When a person gets sick, he forgets everything. Rav Yosef has the right to say this pshat. Why? Rav Yosef Cholash. It's very well known. We learned it many times already. Rav Yosef got sick. He He forgot all his learning. Ahadri Abayi Kameh and Abayi reminded him. It says on the side over in the Mesoyah Shas, eight other places besides our Gemara. But I specifically remember even more than that. This is, we learned all the way in the first Ahmed of Ksubas. It says over there that Rav Yosef Rashi says because he forgot his learning. So it could be... This exact Lashen, it says eight times. I think it's even more than that. So Abayi is Talmud, reminded him. This is why we say it throughout Shas. I, don't, I, don't, I never heard this, says Rav Yosef. Not true. You told it to us. Rabbi, he understood that he's sick. And he forgot his learning. This is how you told it to us. This is how you proved it to us. And he kept on going. Even though he forgot it, it's very, very depressing. A person, God Ladar of Yosef, two Talmidim, Rava and Abayar, Talmidim, he forgot everything. And just to keep on going, keep on plugging. Us also. Do the daf and forget it the next day. Forget it. Keep on going. He have a Gomer Rebbe, Tlas, Asri, Api, Hilchas. The Gemara says a very similar story with Rebbe. Rebbe had 13 ways to learn a certain sugya, many sugyas. He only taught Rebbe Chia 7 out of the 13. 
Rebbe, and then he became sick, Rebbe. Rebbe Chia could only repeat to Rebbe and teach his Rebbe, Rebbe, only seven out of the 13, because that's all he learned from him. Shito, Azdu, and six went and were lost. There was a laundryman. He heard everything Rebbe taught, even all 13. Azar Rebbe Chia? Huh? Rebbe learned. Did I have a garis lahu? I don't know. Rebbe was learning. What are you saying? Yeah, he heard Rebbe saying it and he was there. He was there every day and he heard it. I don't know if he, it seems like he taught himself. He was talking to himself. He wasn't teaching uh, the the koivas directly. Saying, why would he teach the koivas and not teach Rebbe Chia? Okay. Rebbe went and learned it from the Koivis. And then he taught it back to Rebbe. When Rebbe saw this laundryman, You created me. You made me. You taught Chia and Chia taught me. You made both of us. First of all, I just want to remind Oilam that all the way at the end of Ksubas, an incredible story when Rebbe was Nifter, the Gemara says over there that there was a Baskal that came down and said, whoever was at Rebbe's Levaya is Mazum Lechaya Yom Abba. The Gemara says there's a Koivas who was very depressed. He used to be by Rebbe every day. And that day he wasn't there. He went up onto the roof, jumped off the roof. And I said then, the Yaivet says, that's the same Koivas as over here. He wasn't Stam a laundryman. He was a laundryman that retaught Rebbe every, all, the, all the other ones. I saw it today and the Rishonim also bring it. I went back there. I think I didn't use such a... I said that, that, that guy, I called him that guy. But you see that he was a, he's a very hush of a person, if it's the same person. It seems like he is the same person. Okay. You see a very, very big aside here. That Rebbe says, Ata Osisa Oisi. You created me. There, there, there are people in history, they say about the morale, it's controversial, made a goylam, didn't make a goylam. But over here, you can make a human being. You can push it, create a Rebbe. You teach him Torah, Ata Osisa Oisi. You made me. Veschia. Okay, we don't have to beat the, oh, we're almost by Nadarim, so we could say it again. You, you get another guy to come to the shir, and you created him. You own him. Omar Ikadamri. Some say it was a little different. You didn't create me. Rebbe didn't say to the you great. You created Chia. You had one Talmud. And I'm Chia's Talmud. I'm one Talmud removed from you. In other words, he argues. Just because just you created a Talmud, and that Talmud had other Talmud, you didn't create the Talmudim. You created the Talmud. Okay. A step Talmud, exactly. A grandson, grandson. You created Chia, very good, a grandson. You created Chia, and, 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 and Rebbe is the grandson. So going back to the first, all the way in the beginning of the Shir, the fourth question I asked are, who are the two people that died in the same day on this Da? Rebbe and the Kaivas. Based on that, if it's true. I mean, it's the, it seems like it is. If the Kaivas 
It seems like he died, he jumped off the roof, or he fell off the roof. Remember the different shot him? He was so distressed. The Rashad, how could you commit suicide? He was so distressed, he fell off the roof. Or he thought that he was Michal Shabbos because the sun, we had different Pshatim over there. The sun didn't go down, the Yushalmi says when Rebbe's Nifter. So he thought he's Michal Shabbos, a whole thing. Baiter. Golden Eshenas al Khoyla says we're Alexandria or Mechia. The same Alexandria that we said, this, we started the Sugi, right? Omar Alexandria or Mechia. So we're going to bring a few members from him. Ve Omar Alexandria and Alexandria or Mechia, but I have a Golden Eshenas al Khoyla, yes, when an Eshenas al Khanyarim Shabbazai. The Ness, when a person comes back from a disease, from a sickness, is greater than Mechia. It's a human-made fire. Anybody could put out a fire. So it's not a big deal that they survived that fire. Interesting. The fever that a human being has is a fire, and it's impossible for a human being to get rid of it. So when you could overcome fever, that's a great... Yeah, it happens every day. I get it. Everybody... Is cured from fever, and not everyone could go into a fire and come out of it. But the Gemara is telling us that if you really look into it, what's the greater ness? That Yaakov Avinu flipped the stone off the, the well, or that there's actually a stone? So if you think about it, actually there's a stone that, that, that you take atoms and you put them together and they become a hard thing. A hard, and that's, that's a greater ness that we could see is a greater ness than somebody coming out of fire. But we take it for granted. Everything we do, we take it for granted. So the Gemara is saying, stop for a second. And ta- don't take for granted the fact that you could overcome fever. It's something that you're supposed to die from. When a person's time to expire comes, it's time for him to go bye-bye, then anything can attack him and take his neshama. Says Rashi over here, what's anything? Even a fly and a mosquito. And I thought it's very, very interesting because we know that the greatest killer in the animal kingdom is the mosquito. It kills over half a million people a year. I just looked it up again because I wasn't sure if I could rely on my memory. And how many people does a lion kill a year? Only 250. A mosquito kills a half a million. And how many does a hippopotamus kill? 500. Double. You gotta know this. It's the biggest side of this. So don't walk on the bank of the river when you go to the safari and look at those cute hippopotamuses. And you might get eaten. Okay. Huh? I don't think people die over here, but yeah, they die from malaria and all the. Well, other these, you have to go to their house also for mosquitoes, I think. Hmm? Yeah, really? I don't want to go there. We have, we have, you'll see in the picture soon. Efsha, it's not so true what you're saying. Um, okay. Omer Abchia Bar Abba, Vamrilo, Mishum Levi, Kimchiki Gizim Shalom, Moshibo, Shinema. Vahoya, Komoiti Argeni, Kayin tells the Borhu, it's not fair. You remove the shield, the human shield. We have a special shield that protects us from animals, from different things. You go, there's many stories of people just walking around in the jungle and, you know, animals are typically stay away from humans. But Kai was concerned that the animals will attack him, people will attack him. He removed that, that protection, the special protection from HaKash Baruch Rav Omar. So it says in the Apostle, anybody, the, the, whether it's the fly, the... I didn't look up. I think a fly kills 10,000 people a year. Seriously. 
I don't know exactly how, but I'm sure, what? Google it. I think it's like 10,000. I didn't look it up. But yeah, look, Google it. Tell me what it is. Rav Omar, probably not the typical house fly, but they, they have those nasty flies. Sometimes next to the water, they'll, they'll bite you. Those kind. Of, those probably a little dangerous. Rav Omar, I don't know since you had a mishpat, then everybody is a servant to get rid of you, to do you in, to take you away, to do the job. Somebody said, the, the Belzer told me, and I didn't look it up. He said that this Pasuk is the only Pasuk in Tanakh that has the same gematria as the word Rosh Hashanah. The word Rosh Hashanah, it's kind of easy, 600 and something, 56, I don't remember. Rosh, the two shins, and, and the, the, the two, it's 600 plus, it's 800, right? Just the big, and then the, the small one, 800 something. I didn't do the, he says, that's the only Pasuk, this Mishpotecha, the Mishpot, the Yemadin, it fits in with Rosh Hashanah, the only Pasuk in, in, uh, in Tanakh. Rabba bar Sheila Amrulay Shachiv Gavar Gavoya. Oh, so for this we have a picture. It doesn't help the sugi much, just gives it a little bit of a gishmak so you could picture it. Here is the picture. Here's a very tall human being, Abe Lincoln, on a very, very small mule. Hold on. And the mule was going over a bridge. What the Gemara is trying to say here is that since this guy was so tall, his feet, we're able to control the mule. He had feet on the ground. Yet this mule did something crazy. He became crazy and flipped him off the bridge, which is not a natural thing. In other words, like Baruch wants to get a person. He, he can do many, many different things. And you see on the bottom, you have the next sugya. You see that little flag? It's, it wasn't clear, so I blew it up. So let me show you what's going on here. Shachiv Gavra Gavaya, a very tall man died, Havarachiv Girdaina Zutra, and he was riding a very short, a very small mule. Mata Titura, he came to a bridge, Istavit, he, got, he went Meshuga, he lost his mind, this mule. Shadia, he threw the guy off because Shachiv and he died. I think it's Rashi that says over here that was very, very, it was a very small fall. He only fell like five inches and he died. Okay, the next Gemara will see even more than this, what the Gemara means here. Kari al it seems like, even though the Lashon is not so Gishmak, but it seems like Rabbah said about this guy, look, if it's, time, if it's his time to go, something funny will happen and he'll die. Shmuel, Chazilahu, Yesiva, Al, Akrukta, V'over Nahara. So what we have here, this is the picture right here. You have a frog taking a scorpion across the water, and the scorpion got to the other side and killed a person. What's interesting here is that the scorpion doesn't know how to swim. And a frog doesn't have venom. But when you combine the two, and it's very unusual for a scorpion to ride a frog, it just doesn't happen. But when a Kishbarchu wants to kill someone, so he'll, he'll do something unusual, take two things that don't go together, and uh, it will happen. I also noticed this morning, very interesting. What sound does a frog make? He, he croaks. And look at the word, how the Gemara calls a frog. A croak, though. So just, maybe that's where we got it from. I have no idea. Says the Gemara, 
Yisiva ala krukta of Overnaharo. This, uh, this, um, the Krabo was sitting on top of that krukta. Tarko gavro umayis. The, it reminded me of, I have a friend, I know him pretty well. His name is Israel Brownstein from Chicago. When he was nine years old, he was on United Flight 232, Sioux City, Iowa. Look it up, Sioux City. If you don't know how to spell it, I don't either. I think it's S-I-O-C-X or something. There's an X at the end, U-X. Sioux City, Iowa. He's a from kid who's on the plane. A hundred and... 20 people, I think, died. 180 survived. The person that sat right next to him, they switched seats, died. And he's taking this, he, he lives with it. He's, he's in his 40s today. He's a psychologist. He's a great guy, but wherever he met. And the crazy thing about the, him, Yisrael, is that when he learned in Yeshiva here in Israel, he got hit by the number one bus going to the Kaisal. I think one of the buses ran over his foot. Okay. So, the, what? why am I saying this? Because... Uh, a, a, a jet usually can't fall out of the sky. A jet, they have a lot of redundancies. There's two engines, so if one engine goes out, there's no problem for a pilot to fly with one engine. If the hydraulics go out, there's a second hydraulic system. The, the electrical, everything is, is double. So the only way a plane could go down, well, if it hits another plane, which is very unusual, but the only way is if two of the same systems go out, or, but it's so unlikely. What happened was with that plane, is that one of the blades from the fan flew out of the, the engine, sliced the hydraulics, and it kept on flying that blade, came around the plane and sliced the other hydraulics. That's what the investigator said. And the pilot was in the middle of turning, so it remained in a turn. The hydraulics is what controls the, the, the flaps. So it, it remained in a turn. And then they had a nice gadol ma'oid that on the plane, the best DC-10 pilot in the world was a, was, a, was a passenger in the back. He wasn't even the pilot. And he saw what was going on. He said, tell them I'm the trainer of all DC-10 pilots. So he went in there and he, together they devised a plan how to control a plane that's in a turn through the engines. And then, so they had a control and they were coming in for a landing. In the last second, it tipped a little bit to the side and the wing hit the runway and it flipped and that's what happened. But anyway... I was just thinking like the two things that had it to happen. The, in order for this tragedy to happen is the most unlikely thing in the world. That the, a blade should hit two hydraulic systems on two sides of the plane. So you take a frog and a scorpion and put them together and you get, oh, if I hadn't been there, I wouldn't have got bit by the scorpion. Shaita. There's a million other ways you would have got killed. Fine. I have information regarding the Okay. My Google said 500, yeah. How many did the fly? How many flies? We want about, huh? You said 500 No, 500 people died. 500,000, I said, from the, from the mosquito. And he said 725. Okay, right. But it's still the same idea. Okay. Yeah, most likely, right. 10,000. 10, yeah, okay, 10,000. There you go. You should know that the flies in Artisrol, just I'm just saying, they have a little bit of that African fly. Most of the flies ever. You go like this, shoo, shoo, they come right back. Americans are much more polite. They, you, shoo, the way they usually go away. Not, yeah.
the place in the woods where people die. Yeah. These black flies that fly around. It ruins where people die. It's like this. Mouth really? Mouth. Yeah. We were in the hospital. We saw You saw one? I was in the hospital. Zvubi Mavis, you have issue. Zvubi Mavis in the hospital. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not, not. <laughs> this big black fly. And the rules of people die. <laughs> 10 minutes, 11 minutes. Omar Shmuel. Kari Alei, I don't know if I said this. Kari Alei, Mishpatecha Omdu Ayoim. The Akashbok has a lot of shluchim that could take care of the business. Omar Shmuel. You don't do Bikachoylem only to somebody that has fever. Lapukimai, what does it mean? It doesn't make any sense. Well, you can't do big choylem for someone who has another disease. Lapukim al detanya, Rabbi Yosi ben Partoimer, Mishum Rabbi Yezim, Mivakim lechoylem ma'ayim velechoylem ayim velechoylem ayim You don't visit somebody that has intestinal disease and an eye disease and a headache. Bishlam lechoylem ayim, or some other thing in his head. Bishlam lechoylem ayim, Mishum Kisufa. Makes a lot of sense. This person has intestinal disease. He has to rush to the bathroom, to the restroom, and you're there. It's going to be very difficult for him. Somebody just told me that even Avelim have, have a problem. They have so many guests coming in and, and they don't know when to go and it becomes, it becomes an uncomfortable situation. Over here it's even more. You might have a little bit of an accident, a little bit of this. There's other things going on here. So he's sick with, the, with his intestines. So don't visit him. You have to think before you visit. Like it happens to be with Avi Mandelbaum, he loves when people come visit him. He says some Mefurish. But other Chaylam, they, they're, they're uncomfortable. They can't speak well. They, they, use common sense. But why the other ones? You talk to somebody that has a headache or an eye ache, it really bothers them. It makes things worse. However, when you talk to somebody that has fever, it helps them. This fire, this, this inner fever, if not for the fact that the Malcham loves this, and this is his go-to Method, Malay Daf Mem Alpha Mabez, Kichizrilla It happens to be that fever is very good for a person. It, it, it combats disease and, and infection, etc. So fever is good, but don't ask for it because the Malchamavas loves it as well. We sponsored by Yankel Cohen, the official MDY MSP, Lizchus being able to support Limina Torah and the finish shots with the rebellion. If you have it once every 30 days, is amazing. And it's like for the body. In English, it's Raika. What is, how do you say it? Theriyaki. Why did I say Raika? Theriyaki. Yeah. Shkaya. <laughs> Teriyaki. <laughs> huh? It's a, it's a way to treat like... Um, it's an antidote, right, antidote. We have plenty of time, Rabbi don't worry. <laughs> ah, but if, if it's... If it's, if it's, if it's a, ah... So he left it. Like, I got it. Okay. Zokti Gemara. Rav Nachman by Yitzchuk Omar. Loi he veloi tiryaka. I don't want not the fever. I don't want the antidote. I don't want anything. Omar Rav Yonisan Omar Rav Chiel. Arson yafel lechaylur fuasai. This arson is very good to heal a sick, a sick person. My arson. Omar Rav Yonisan 
Hushlo, the Saari Atikta, the peeled barley that's aged, the Reish Nafya. It's the beginning of the sifting. Omar Bayon Bishula. But however, says Abayah, be careful, you have to cook it very well. Came Biswa the Torah like bull's meat. Rabbi Yosef Omar, Smidi the Saare, the fine flour of barley, Atikta, the aged barley, the Reish Nafya, the first sifting. Omar Abayah. And that you need to cook it really well over Rabbi Yechanan. Bardam. The Gemara says at the end, Bardam is a lotion of a well. Bardam. It's a, it either comes from hemorrhoids, it comes from the lower part of the body. Don't go visit somebody that has this disease and don't even mention it. When Dr. Neil Halpern was here the other day, he came over to me after Shir and he said that he he thinks I shouldn't use the word yenamachla. He said, yeah, it's a very Jewish thing to say, and you don't use it, you don't use the word cancer, it's better to say yenamachla, the machla. He says, but you have to be sensitive to the people that have it, and they don't appreciate it, he says. He says, I'm telling you, it's, it's too harsh for them. That's what he said, he said, he's sick. He said, you say he's sick? So, okay, mkabal. That's what he said, I hope to remember it. He said, there's certain things that you're, the Gemara says over it, certain things people are sensitive. If somebody has a, a certain disease in a certain limb that's embarrassing, you don't say, oh, he has this and this disease. It's embarrassing to him. You also don't go visit him because of, it makes him uncomfortable. He might be bleeding. He might have to go to the bathroom, whatever it is. Certain things you don't visit. My time. He's constantly bleeding or it's diarrhea with blood. Whatever it is, it's, it's not a good thing. It's like a it's like a well of blood. It's like it constantly overflows. We, we learned in the Mishnah that a doctor who's Madrahana, the Chayla, he could come visit him and give him a Rufus Hanefesh, but not a Rufus Maman. Hey, what is it talking about? If the word Rufus Nefesh means, like I learned it back then, it means that he's giving a free, free visit, and that's it. Let's see what we have here. Wait, wait, what happened? Oh. So, you see in this passage over here, Right? Avraham Avinu. What does it mean, You have a, a life, you have a soul. So, means if you could do this for me. If you, ha- if you have the will to do it. So, over here you see the word nafshechem means will. That's why the Gemara says... Then what? Ritzonchem, the will. So over here also, refuas nefesh. Perhaps it means uh, not. I'm giving him uh, a, a refuah. I'm giving him the will. Refuas ma'amay b'schar. I'm giving him bechinam. Refuah nefesh means I'm giving him a refuah for free. Refuas ma'amen means and and then refuas ma'amen means b'sachar. It's the same. I'm giving the same treatment. Just one is for money and one is for free. If that's the case, listen to Yachi. So say it better. Say it straight out. Why do you have to say Rufus Nefesh? Ella Rufus Nefesh Guvai. What it means is, I'm healing the patient. Rufus Mamain Behemtoi. So here we have, we have the doctor in the house, Dr. Factor. He said that the Chayla, Avi, cannot benefit from him. So in this case, the Chayla could benefit from him because Avi is only doing a mitzvah in a place that they don't take money for it, like in Eretz Yisrael, if you have insurance, whatever. If you do take money for it, I guess you'd have to 
toss the money and give it to Hegdash, like we learned. But do not try to heal the guy's animal. That, that's not a mitzvah that you don't have. Says the Ram, but sometimes it is a mitzvah. If there's no other doctor around, so what is that called when you heal somebody's animal? Hashavah Saveda. Mavriach Saveda. If you look, very interesting, the Gilgan Hashas over here, the Rebbe Kiva Eger asks a beautiful question. He says, when somebody loses a wallet and you return it to him, you really didn't give him more than he had before. Which is, you could argue that. But when you heal the guy's animal, you took an animal that's 50% and you made him 100%. So it's more than a Shavu You added to his animal. How is that allowed? Okay. That's the run. I think other Rishonim argue. The doctor factor could tell the owner, Avi, this is what you give your dog. It will be good for him, even though Avi's also to have a no from Dr. Factor. Samploini Rala. Oh, just one Nikuda that the Ran adds here. That if the Chayla, it's the same thing as this picture, but the Chayla is the one that said, I'm not going to benefit from Avi. Uh, they're both Avis. Okay. The Chayla Avi said, I don't want to have anything to do with Dr. Factor. It's the same arrow. It goes in the same direction. One way is that the doctor is the one that initiated it. He's the mother. He says, you, Avi, the Chayla, cannot benefit from me. Or it, it's the same thing. The, the Chayla says, I don't want to benefit from you. But it goes in the same direction. In that case, is the Ran, Avi, the Chayla, could receive medicine from Avi, the doctor. Why? Because, like we learned yesterday, you don't make a nether that has to do with your chios. Zog to Gemara. Okay, so we're, we're done with the sugi. I just want to say real quickly, I know that we're running out of time, but I have to say the story because it's a classic. I've said it many times. It's a very, very important story because we're done with the sugi of, of Bikr Chaylam. So real quickly, the Chavetz Chaim, one of his Talmudim came to him and asked him for a four shleima. I think he, had, he was very sick. Not Yenamachla. He was very sick. And the Chavetz Chaim told him, I can't do anything for you, but there's a Rav in a little shtetl. Go to him, get a bracha from him. So he went to the Rav and he, the Chavetz Chaim told him, don't ever tell anybody I told you the secret about that Rav. So he went there and the Rav gave him a bracha and sure enough, he was healed. Many years later, that person's sister had the same disease. So the person thought, the Chavetz Chaim told me not to say anything, not, but it's pikoch nefesh. So he told his sister in a secret, go to that doctor over there, go to that Rav over there, he could heal you. He's a special, he has a special kayak that the Chavetz Chaim told me about. So she went there, and all of a sudden, the guy's disease came back. He, reala- he realized he made a big boo-boo. He, he broke the Chavetz Chaim's promise. He went to the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim says, I have to tell you the truth. I'm too old, and I can't daven for you. What happened was, I daven for you and daven for you every day that you should be healed. I told you to go to that Rav. It wasn't the Rav. It was me. I daven for you. Now I'm too old. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about it. It's unbelievable of... Uh, says the Hilgi Mishnah in Zchos for continuing Atzlacha and Limit Torah by our good friend Ramosha. Says the Mishnah, You don't want to miss this picture. Check out this. Okay, because you're leaving, I'll show you this picture. You see the diving board broke, the whole thing. What's going on here is. How is that a problem? How is this a problem, Rabbi Yisai? The problem is because it has tchelis, the whole thing. It, the problem is, the problem is,
that the, the problem is that the water comes up when the guy hits the pool and it gives the guy in the pool, the little guy, gives him a little benefit. And that benefit is also because he's also, as you can see in this one over here, the guy in the pool is the mother, the guy that jumped in is the mother, the mother cannot give benefit to the mother and by the water going up a level or two, until now it was up to his stomach, now it went up to here, it's nice kishmak and hot or cold, whatever it is, it's awesome. He's allowed to go into a giant pool where the water level doesn't go up, but not in a small pool. As the Pasuk says, and in the time of the Gemara is very relevant and prevalent, that people used to they didn't have they didn't have clothing, and they didn't have blankets, so they had to use body heat to keep to stay alive. Imagine Loyaleno in the in the in the concentration camps. They had to sleep tight. That's how it was. So you can now give off your body heat to your friend, Rabbi Yudah Oimer. And the Ram proves that the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Yudah. He's just explaining. You're allowed to sleep with somebody in the bed when it doesn't give you any benefit because it's hot. But if it's during the winter time where there's a benefit and you move that from him, it's Aser. You're to sit on the bed. The, the Rishonim discuss here, how could you eat with somebody in the same table? You move that enough from him, you might take his food. You're not allowed to even sit on the same table with somebody eating flesheks and you're eating milchiks. So the Rosh answers beautifully. Who's mudah from who? A guy that you hate. Why do you mudah? Because you hate him. You hate him. You're not going to take anything from him. You're scared of him. You hate him. Do not eat from the same serving bowl. If it's a serving bowl that's very, very large, then you're permitted to eat because there'll be plenty left over. If you're eating from a smaller bowl, by you leaving over food, you're mahana the guy directly. Raboisai, have a wonderful day.